Dear friends in Christ Jesus, once again I extend you all very warm, joyful welcome to you to the first Sunday of Lenten season. In the gospel today, Jesus fasted for 40 days. And as we begin Lenten season and we are called to walk with Jesus, following Jesus in prayer, in fasting. And Jesus was in the desert, he was tempted. He was tempted against flesh, eyes, and his egoism. But Jesus overcame all the temptation by saying, get behind me, Satan. And in the same way, we are also called to spell out, get behind me, Satan, whenever we are tempted. There was a husband and wife the husband was struggling to make ends meet at home on one salary. Then one day he had to confront his wife with a receipt for $250 dress she had bought. The husband angrily asked, how could you do this? And the wife replied, I was outside the store looking at the dress in the window and then I found myself trying that one. She explained, it was like Satan whispering in my ear, you look so fabulous in that dress, buy it and have it. Then the husband replied, well, you know how I deal with that kind of temptation. I would say, get behind me, Satan. His wife replied, I also did the same. But then he said, it looks so fabulous from the back too. <laughs> Dear friends in Christ Jesus, Jesus overcame the temptation, the worldly things, and materialism, consumerism, egoism, in all that Jesus had overcome in the temptation he faced in the desert. In the first reading today, we come across a very powerful character called Noah, a man who walked with God, who was blameless before men, before God. He was righteous. Many days ago, I received an email, an article about Noah, the title is, I need to know that I learn from Noah's Ark. There are many good practical lessons from Noah's flood story. God cleaned up the earth, and when he saw the work, human beings were wicked. And in the article, I found many practical lessons. And it goes in this way. Do not miss the boat. Remember, we are all in the same boat. Plan ahead, and it was not raining when Noah built ark. Stay fit. When you are 60 years old, someone may ask you to do something really big. Do not listen to critics. Just get on with the job that needs to be done. Build your future on high ground. For safety's sake, travel in pairs. 
Speed is not always advantage. The snails were on board with the cheetah. When you are stressed, float a while. Remember, the ark was built by amateurs. The Titanic was built by professionals. No matter the storm, when you are with God, there is always rainbow waiting. My dear friends in Christ Jesus, uh, these are all uh, good and practical lessons for life, but God would teach us much more valuable lessons than these. During the time of Noah, God completely washed, uh, cleaned up the whole earth by destroying with the 40 days, 40 nights of sending flood. And he, he saved only Noah and his family. Why did he, God, destroy the all living creatures and he saved Noah's family? And the reason when he saw, when he saw earth, he saw the earth was fully wicked. And human beings, and they were completely corrupt and they were full of evil, they were constantly doing evil. When God created everything in the beginning, he found everything good. But when the story of the flood story, before the flood story, when God saw human beings, he, he was saddened, he felt sorry that he created human beings. As a result, God destroyed earth with flood. And among which, Noah played a very exceptional role his life was completely different from others. When whole human beings were against God and following their whims and fancies, worldly desires and pattern, and Noah was a different personality. He walked with God and he was blameless. The scripture told him he was a blameless and he was a righteous person before God and human beings. And God destroyed earth with flood. And, but God has not given up his hope towards humanity. And that's what we listen in the first reading today. And God established his covenant with Noah, saying that he would not destroy earth again with the same flood. And God, God's covenant with Noah expresses three important things. And number one, it shows God's patience. And as we begin Lenten seasons, these three valuable lessons are very much applicable to us as we begin Lenten season. And God is God's patience. This covenant expresses God's patience. There is an old saying, patience is virtue. Possess it if you can. It is found seldom in women, never in man. I don't know about never, but patience seems to be an elusive virtue. There is a story of a father who was, who was shopping with his fussy two-year-old son in his grocery cart. Every now and then when he was passing through, when he was doing the shopping, every now and then he whispers, saying, be patient, Billy, be patient. You can handle this, Billy, just be patient. He was constantly whispering with a 
fussy two-year-old son in his grocery cart. There was a nearby woman who overheard his reassuring words and said, I don't mean to interrupt your shopping, but I had to tell you how wonderfully loving and patient you are with your little Billy. The man replied, actually, my son's name is Patrick, my name is Billy. Oftentimes, we experience bringing our kids to grocery store. All the time, we would call, tell ourselves, be patient, be patient. Don't express, don't let out your anger here. Perhaps God feels the same way about us many a times. God told Noah that never again will all life be destroyed by waters of flood. God is God assured and he gave established covenant saying he will not establish destroy earth with the waters of flood. He repeatedly said three times. Sometimes when we read the story of flood and we, we would ask God, how could God do such a thing? And but there, there could be a question also sometimes when we look at all the evil in the world abortion, rape, murder, child abuse, corruption, slavery, and so on. Sometimes we, the believers, wonder why God has not done it again. And the answer is found in, in the second reading today. So there was a question when St. Peter was writing his epistle. And everybody thought Jesus was quickly going to come back again. Jesus going to come quickly. So, but his, his coming, it looked delayed. And then St. Peter, he wrote in his epistle, Lord is Lord really being slow about his promise. Some people think, but he is patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed, but he wants everyone to repent. My dear friends, and this is where we see God is patient with us. He wants our repentance. He wants the change of heart. And that is why God is patient and he promised that he would not destroy earth with the same flood that he used to destroy, wipe away the humanity that he used. He can use any means, but still God is patient with us. And let us realize the importance of repentance. In the Jesus, in the gospel today, as he began his ministry, he went around and he proclaimed, repent and believe the kingdom of God is at hand. So that is a challenge for us. God is patient with us and we are called for repentance. We need to change our hearts and lives. We need to experience fresh starts. And when we see those, and the second point, the second valuable lessons from God's covenant that we learned from today is God's promise. First, we learn God's patience. And number two, we are learning God's promise. See those words, how often the word promise is repeated. God told Noah, I solemnly promise you. And I seal this promise with this sign. I have placed my rainbow in the clouds as a sign of my promise. I will remember my promise. I will see the rainbow in the cloud and remember every living being on earth. 
see the word promise repeated again and again our god is full of promises and he always keeps them remember we live in a world of broken promises we make commitments and we do not follow through it is painful to see many christian catholic marriages end in divorce and young couples experience broken hearts and broken engagements and broken promises we make plans and promises and that we never even intended to keep imagine the bible records over 7000 promises from god to his people god has kept every single one of them god will never call us up at the last minute to cancel he will never lose his word or someone else god keeps his promise there is a story about lucy and linus and they were sitting in front of the television set when lucy said to linus go get me a glass of water looking surprised linus responds why should i do anything for you you never do anything for me so lucy promised on your 75th birthday i shall bake you a cake linus thought for a moment then she got up and headed to the kitchen saying life is more pleasant when you have something to look forward it look forward to it like linus we have a promise to look forward not just the promise that god won't send another flood and destroy and wipe away the humanity but all the promises of the bible there is a promise for eternal life there is a promise for promise of heaven there is a promise of redemption and there is a promise of new beginning and these as we remember god's promise and this point leads to the third valuable lesson that is god's peace in the hebrew language in which this flood story was written originally doesn't have a word rainbow in fact it was written it's a bow you know what is bow bow is a weapon of war in the field god bent his bow toward the earth and unleashed his wrath his judgment but now god is telling noah that he will hang his bow in the clouds he is hanging it up he is putting it away in essence he is suspending the judgment have you ever noticed how god is hanging it now if it if the rainbow were a bow the string would be stretched during along the horizon god has turned the bow toward himself the next time we see god pouring his judgment and wrath for the sin of the whole world is at the cross when jesus died on the cross it was god himself bearing the punishment taking the arrow rightfully belonging to us and this is how god reconciled and sending and jesus crucified and he died for our redemption and he established peace with humanity and reconciliation my dear friends these are the powerful lessons we learn and god is patient he is waiting on our repentance and god is full of promises he is assuring us the eternal life and the eternal reward and god has made peace with us and so that our sins are 
it's our crucified with with Jesus on the cross so let us look forward to God's promise and this lenten season is a right season for us to grow in God's relationship and that is calling us for repentance and God can do anything as he had done in during the time of Noah and let us use this time as a graceful time for a heart of repentance and maybe reap God's promises more and more in our lives and the life to come. Amen.